I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. This episode of Misinformation Podcast is brought to you by the independently published Jackson Redhorn book series. Captain Andrew Jackson, Red Horn, Texas Ranger. All-around badass. He's the kind of guy men today wish they were. No nonsense and smart as hell. A heartbreaker and life-taker standing for justice. Just as capable of handling himself in a five-to-one brawl as he is in deciphering the smallest of details of the most baffling of crime scenes. Set in 1955, Dead Men Walking begins Red Horn's journey, investigating the bizarre otherworldly murder of county sheriff and local war hero Ben Hoyle. As the bodies pile up, the investigation moves from murder to global conspiracy, the roots of which predate the war, and as we find out in Volume 2, the hammer of Hephaestus, the human race. With threads of film noir, science fiction, horror, and mystery woven together in a tapestry of fast cars, fast women, hard fists, and keen wits, Volumes 1 and 2 of the Jackson Redhorn series by J.K. Hewlin are available now at Amazon.com in paperback and on Kindle. This is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hybrick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. This information podcast, baby. Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. episode 256 with you as always i'm zach i'm eric yo hello wow six weeks in a row what the fuck i don't know man we're on fire yeah we're going crazy we're going nuts it's just what the, the fuck, fuck was that good Phone. good planning getting getting text messages yeah from my wife uh with pictures of my kid Asleep on the dining room floor. Excellent. Well done. <laughs> oh, she's not asleep. Her eyes are open, but she's refusing to get up. Jesus <laughs> she's, she's got it figured out, man. She's plum tuckered out. That's what's up. <laughs> Can't believe she's still wearing her shoes. <laughs> they, oh, they must. She must have took her outside. She's wearing her jacket. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Quiet little kid. We're, oh, she's not even. Not anything. even talking about nothing <laughs> yet. <laughs> not, nothing yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah. So, what? What happened? We last week we were supposed to talk about Walking Dead, and then we didn't. No, we did not. No, no. So we probably should. Uh, Do you know why? Uh, because we couldn't pull ourselves out of Indiana. No, no. And you should pull out. <laughs> except for you can't make a butt, baby. That's so, right. You so, know, then, so stay in. Yeah. Just stick with every. Everybody should just stay in. Yeah. Everybody. 
Yep. It's, it's totally harmless to stay in. That's right. Just, at that point, you can't you can't get pregnant. Nah, stay ain't nothing wrong with that rhythm. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't talk about the Walking Dead. No, and it was the season finale. So now we don't really have to worry as much about spoilers. So, right, because but just so you guys know, you just it's happening. So yeah, if, there you, if go. you're one of those people who's gonna wait until it comes out on DVD to watch it, uh, understand that you're probably gonna run into spoilers. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, big, uh, big uh, season finale episode. Uh, I want to I want to jump to the end, uh, sort of, and then come back and talk about it. First thing I want to say is, look, Chris Hardwick, I love you. Quit being such a company bitch. Yeah, like that was far from the most amazing finale they've ever right. had. And it was I, a good episode. I'm just I'm tired of seeing the preview for Talking Dead coming up next and him just sucking the balls off the show. Yeah. Like I enjoy the show, okay? There are lots of things wrong with the show though. Do not treat I understand Jenny's like, look, if someone offered you a million dollars to go host that show and suck its dick all night long, wouldn't you do it? And I'm like, maybe I would. I'd like to think that I ha- would have enough uh uh, I can't think of the word right now. Enough uh, fortitude yeah. to be like, look, um, when shitty things happen, I- I'd like to point them out. Or at the know? very least, he could on his other show, ner- like just his podcast, he'd be like, so Walking Dead, you know, I love it. It's on the show. I love it, love it. But I will say, right. and then he could, every once in a while, he could say, right. this wasn't amazing. But instead, it's just like, I love this show. It's the best show ever made. All the special effects are perfect. This is perfect. This is perfect. And, this when, is perfect. and when Fear of the Walking Dead comes out, it will also be the best show ever made as good as the other one and neither one will be better than the other or worse they will both be the most amazing thing that's ever happened i'm it, chris hardwick is that what they're calling it fear the that's walking just dead. the name is fear, fear the, the walking, walking dead. dead yeah that's yeah that's what it's, it's not it's because i saw the commercial yeah. right and it's not even like fear big letters no it's like just the fear the walking, walking dead. dead fear the walking why dead. i don't know that's weird. Yeah, I thought so too. Don't like, we already do that? It bugged me. Like when I first heard the title, I was like, I don't like that. The show looks cool, but I don't like that. And Laura's like, eh, it didn't really bother me. I was like, nope, it's lazy. I don't like it. Yeah, it's. I don't. I mean, I would but almost I guess, feel better if it was like The Walking Dead, Los Angeles. Like I'd be okay with that for some reason. But Fear the Walking Dead just seems clunky the, to me. Like the, you got to learn to crawl before you Walking Dead. No, no, I'm kidding. But I, I do think this show is going to be interesting because you know. We're going to get to see the evolution of this yep. whole process, like how yep. the world went to shit instead of Rick waking up into that world already being a thing. No, I'm actually looking forward to it. I think I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, and plus, then the other thing it does for us is we don't have to wait till October. Yeah, to watch you'll, you'll have Dead. a constant source yeah. of well, – and it's making me think – like initially I was just like, man, I remember how much I loved Dawn of the Dead, the remake when it came out. Yep. Like I hope the show gets me just as much as that where I was right. like, damn, this is good. Yeah. Yes. Fingers crossed. I we'll doubt see. it will happen. But, but uh, it will be lazy writing again, but no, which yeah, Walking Dead – like, Chris Hardwick, I agree. You could ease up a little bit. Like, just, it, you know you've got opinions. It's just man. that it's that fake company guy thing that is starting to wear on me a little bit. You know, just that like I'm pro everything. This is happening. Yep. And I understand he's a really positive dude, but it's painfully obvious that it's fake. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just there's no way anyone can love this show that much. And if they let me take that back. There's no way anyone as intelligent and as plugged into pop culture as that dude can love this show unconditionally. And have, yeah, have zero negative. Yeah, opinions there's, about there's it. no fucking way. And I under, and and the other problem that I have with I don't watch Talking Dead anymore because it's just a big stroke fest. When it first started, I was like, oh, this is really cool because it's going to give people a chance to be like, hey, this worked, this didn't. Let's talk about this scene and and why choices were made and what maybe they wish they could have done. It's not that. It's hey, let's talk about how awesome this scene was even if it wasn't 
Well, and do you suppose he's going to get a, a Talking Dead oh. show for that one too? Like, hopefully, if he does, they just continue to call it Talking Dead, and because you know, right, and not some other I, like uh, like a play on it, and just like we're Talking Dead. I just wish they'd do away with Talking Dead, to be honest. With you. Yeah, and man, yeah, I'd like to see a little a uh, little revamping to Comic Book Man too yeah. if it comes back i haven't been watching it um i, I watch it every week I, you know it, it it helps knowing the guys you sure. know like right. you know like i want to support the thing that they're doing um i've seen a steady change though over the course of and 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 they'll be the first to tell you look it's not real right you know but that doesn't mean that we have to feel that way in every it's scene It's becoming more evident that yeah. it's totally set up yeah like... and it's and it's far more interesting to one see them sitting around bullshitting about stuff um and two the dealings that happen yeah um, are not even a l- little bit realistic. Hey, it doesn't even feel like... Yeah. I mean, granted, the nice thing is this season, uh, towards the end, they told a lot more people no, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. But I, to be honest, I, I, I almost wish that it was more just like an appraisal show. Yeah. Not a, hey, yeah, we could use that here, yeah, we couldn't. But like people bring stuff in, show it to them. I think the guys would enjoy being on the show more, too, if it was about that. You know, if Walt's just like, hey, well, if you're selling this to a retailer... They're going to want to pay you X because they want to make money on it. If you sell it through the internet, this is the the price you can. You know, obviously it's easier to just sell it to some dude face to face. But if you want to go the internet route, you're looking to make another two to three hundred dollars. Right. You know, and that stuff would be interesting for people because uh, lots of people are so interested in eBay and selling things on the internet. It would give them tools. Yeah. It would be a little bit different type of show as opposed to just being pawn stars in a comic book shop. Right. Um, especially with as much knowledge as these guys fucking have. I mean, Zapsic is 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 a for real deal. Like when you see him say, uh, "Well, yeah, that was in 1987 in this in this issue," it's because he knows that. Um, yeah, he didn't like he, do, he does screen that, the question and then no, look it he up. He does that they... shit like on podcasts. I've heard him do it, and he does that shit in person too. Yeah. So that's pretty fucking cool. You've got some guys with a lot of knowledge. You know, it might also make Rob Bruce a little bit more fucking tolerable. <laughs> you know, like yeah. if he's just giving people information and then occasionally if they're like, well, I tell you what, I'll buy that from you. Like, this is what you'd want to charge retail. This is what, if you want to sell it to me right now, I'll buy it for my own personal collection. You know, that's a better way I think to do it than to make us try to believe that it's, mm-hmm. there's some real transaction that's taking place. Cause there's clearly not, right. it's very staged, very stodgy. It hurts. Um, and then a lot of their little skits and gimmicks are yeah. kind of silly. Um, and all of the guys are very entertaining, so it just seems like uh, the show could be tweaked to to really get some staying power. Yeah. But you know, um, yeah, I like I said, I haven't been watching it though, so I couldn't yeah. really agree or disagree. But right. uh, well, obviously, there's a reason you haven't been watching. <clears throat> yeah, it. Yeah, I just kind of was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It could be better. I think. Uh, what'd you think of the opening to The Walking Dead? Um. Well. Is that Morgan at this yeah, campfire? Yeah, I thought that was pretty yeah, cool. It was man. really cool. I think Morgan's really cool. Yeah, I think what they're doing with a lot of characters that aren't main characters is they're making them. You know, that's something they've done with Daryl since the beginning. They're giving them more layers. They're making them more interesting, mm-hmm. as opposed to Rick, not a particularly interesting guy. Yeah. Um, Carol, not particularly interesting. Um, Glenn and Maggie, yes. Um, Daryl, yes. Morgan, now, yes. The look on Morgan's face at the end was fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, you know, we might jump around a lot, but That's like, okay. you know, at the end it, we knew it was coming. Okay. Pete didn't make like it. <laughs> almost right from the page <laughs> right. of the books. Right. Like literally. Well, all they did was they had reversed, the, um, yeah. Douglas and his wife, you yeah. know, his wife being in charge instead of Douglas being in charge. Yeah. Um, they, uh, you know, he dies, uh, Pete 
uses Michonne's sword though. That it was a knife in the book. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a little ham-fisted yeah. that he would use her sword. Uh, so he uses her sword to cut Douglas's throat, and um, his I can never remember his wife's name. No, on the show, it's isn't it Deanna? Yeah, and Reg, Deanna. Reg. Reg. So Reg got because it was Regina in the book, right? And she right. got killed. Right. Reg got killed. Right. So I'm thinking because well, was... and it's almost funny because that's what Rick pitched. He's like, you know, I'll grab this person, Michonne. You grab Reg, and we'll make them think we're going to cut their throats if we right. have to. And then the person then... she was supposed to hold gets his throat cut with her weapon. Right. I was like, oh, that kind of sucks weird. a little yeah. bit. That's kind of they foreshadowed that a little bit. Well, and it's just you know, and then when and then Regina's fucking... like. Do, do it, it, do it, Rick. And he pops him, yeah. and then he looks up just in time to see Morgan getting arriving yeah. with Daryl and Eric, and he's like, "Rick, yeah, like and, basically, like what have you? Yeah. No, I, you were like my one. Like, like basically, the way they built it up through this episode, they didn't, they weren't really doing it before when you, they'd catch glimpses of Morgan yeah. coming along. Um, which I still don't know what the carvings in the trees were all about. Rick wasn't putting those in the trees, was he? No. Okay. So Morgan's making this pilgrimage. Well, now the, in this final episode, Rick is Morgan's Jesus. Yeah, like he has been looking for, yes. questing for, for Rick because he feels that Rick is the only one, like that, that he can has follow. A, yeah, yeah, that can make sense of this world. Right. And so now he sees Rick blowing some dude away, covered in blood. By the way. Right. Just right after, right after Morgan has said that all life is precious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fucked. It's weird to me how many people mistook what he was doing with the wolves when he threw them in the car and honked the horn. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's trying to get them fucking killed." Well, I had two, I had two guesses there because Jenny's like, "What is he doing?" I said, "Well, one of two things: either he's honking the horn to signal their people to come yeah. and get them, yeah, come get your shit, or he's just he doesn't want to be responsible, but at the same time, hey." Dinner um, bell, you know. But I didn't take it that way just because of the, the smile he gave when he, like, he honked the horn, looked around, clearly didn't see or hear anything coming, and he kind of smiled like, I'm oh, not a murderer. I thought for... he was smiling at the, the rabbit's foot hanging from the... What, he did that? Yeah, I guess, I don't know. And then to hear him say uh, on Talking Dead, he's like, no, no, he was honking the horn to give them a fighting chance. He wanted to make sure there wasn't anything around because... Oh, so like, he wasn't going to leave. He had to get away from them, right. but he wasn't going to leave them there to die either. Well, wouldn't it have been just as easy to just shut the door? Right, but so, but like, and, and the, like that's going to be the interesting thing for Morgan. One how, is how does he react to Rick, and you know, versus what he thought Rick was to what he just walked in on. Right, and two, how's he going to feel when he finds out who these wolves really like, how bad they are, and that like he basically the two that find out about Alexandria and where all these guys are now is the two that he let go. Right, like he's well, going to be like that's like, uh, like uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, you know, where he lets the, the German go and yeah. he comes back to. Right. Little dude in the end. Yeah, yeah when you're like, shit, what yeah. have I done? Maybe not all life is precious. Right. Well, and Damn that's just it. the thing. It, between him and that, I will I will say, you know, I've been pushing for Glenn to kill that dude. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that got, we can talk about it now. We didn't uh, a couple weeks ago, but um, the one that got Noah killed. Yeah. I'm like, you kill that guy. Yeah. He's, he's worthless. He's Especially, worthless to you now. In this world, he's a worthless human being. You kill him. And then he leads you out into the woods, right. shoots you. But it was kind of a neat tie-up at the end. Well, it made you... Like, that's why everybody likes Glenn. Right. Like, well, that, and that's why, that's why this group is so important. Yeah. Because they make the decisions they need to make at the time. And Glenn knew that killing him wouldn't be good for their cause. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're literally having a meeting then to right. talk about how this group may not be what they think. How would it look if he came back and he's like, oh, yeah, I had to kill that dude because right. things. And meanwhile, you know what I was saying? Kill that motherfucker, drag his body back. Yeah. And be like, look. So, 
Oh, every this, bit of me wanted him to kill this that This is what so will bad. happen to all of you yeah. if you continue to be stupid. Yeah. And you continue to try to make victims out of the people who are helping you yeah. and uh, because you are too weak to do this on yeah. your own, which is basically what Rick said in his speech. You know, well, When he threw that walker it, down and was like, yeah. I didn't drag this in here. It got in. Yeah. I and didn't I, do I was this. trying to think how many of you I would have to kill to save you. I thought that was awesome. That was a good line. That was a well-written line. Yeah. Like, that was – and it was kind and of – well-delivered, too. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he, he nailed that one. Yeah, but, you know, it's – it was a great episode. I had there were a lot of things happening that I really really liked. Um, Didn't necessarily feel like a finale. No, it felt, if anything, it felt like a mid season finale. It yeah. felt like the kind of thing they do when they're like, "See you in a couple months. Yep. We'll wrap this up for you." Yeah, it's and they've been doing that in the seasons. Like the, they they solve a big problem in the middle of the season. Yeah, and then they work their way to the next problem, and then. St- Start addressing yeah. that problem in the next season. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. weird. But this wasn't didn't feel like a cliffhanger to me at all. No, like the the wolves. My question, is, I'm a little confused. Are the people the wolves? Are they referring to the dead as the wolves? Uh, are the wolves the saviors from the books? Um, because they're they don't they're not pitching them the same way. I mean, the saviors in the books didn't really. I mean, they used the dead as a defense, mm-hmm. but not as a trap. Uh, I don't know what they're doing here. I'm, I'm, I am confused, which is kind of cool because I'm not like, all right, this is going to happen, then this is going to happen, then this is going to happen. Yeah. But at the well, same time, I don't really it, know it, what it they're doing. It is weird for. because, like, initially, just listening to that one guy talk at the campfire, you would assume that they themselves, the living guys, are the wolves. Okay. And they had W's on their foreheads too. But then, yeah, why do they carve the W's into all of the zombies that they? Well, and and when he first told that or is story, it just like we are the wolves, and this is our wolf army. Like, why well, don't? I don't know. When he first started telling the story about how the Native Americans were conscripted to help exterminate wolves, I'm like, well, you know what? When you think about it that way, like think of bison, right? Mm -hmm. They were everywhere, and they were hunted to extinction. So if your thought process is if we continue to hunt these motherfuckers, eventually they'll all be dead. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a a pretty sweet process, Yeah, like a way of processing the information. That obviously isn't what they were doing. No, because they're hurting these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah like it's they're... so weird. And I did at one point, you know, when the, when the they, he, when he says, well, we're going to have to set it back up. I'm like, God, this is going to fucking take forever. Mm. And then he opens all the, the yeah, uh, semi-things and then plays music inside of them. And they're all like, we're going back in there now. Yeah. You know, which makes perfect sense. Yeah. The old Pied Piper routine, yeah. you know. From the book when they were driving. Well, it's the... true because and it was. It's not like a an amazing concept because we've seen them all use sound, right, and noise like deception. Like, ooh, go that way! I just threw a rock. Right. So obviously they're drawn to that. So yeah, like it took those guys to determine like, hey, if we open a bunch of like trap doors basically and play music into it, they'll go lock themselves right. in. But what I don't understand is what are they trying to accomplish? So they keep adding, killing people and adding them to this trap. Yeah. But once the people are trapped. They're just turned into zombies again. So there has to be some kind of ulterior motive. Otherwise, it just doesn't make sense. Well, it's like they're, like I said, it's like their wolf army. Like they're building their own army. Like they're somehow going to find ways to like corral these fuckers where they need them to be and let them loose. And I, I like in the comics, did they not? Am I thinking of the, I am not as well versed in the books. Right. Did they not also kind of like camouflage themselves to blend in with the dead then they wear like skins there there's a new a brand new uh group that's the scavengers that. yeah that's doing that maybe these guys are kind of a mix of that those groups like maybe they're maybe. Gonna, so maybe they're like we've got an army and we wear some of their flesh and we put their parts on and we walk right in with them and we mm. fucking kill you while you're dealing maybe with all this chaos that would make a little bit more sense as to why they're like uh cadaver like cutting the cadavers out yeah that's what leaving, i mean taking yeah. the tour what i don't understand is taking the torsos yeah 
and leaving the arms and legs. There's got to be something to that. That we just don't get. Um, you know, when you, granted, we saw some torsos hanging, in the, mm-hmm. but, the, but the sheer numbers that they were dealing with before yeah. where that, that one truck was full of torsos, uh-huh. there's something else has got to be going on. They've definitely got me curious because, yeah, I don't have it figured out, and that's kind of nice, like you said, to not yeah, know exactly what's going on. they've got me curious, but curious doesn't make me like, I can't wait to October, I can't wait yeah. to October. That curious doesn't do that to me. Curious is like when October rolls around, I'll be like, oh, that's right, they were dealing with this thing yeah, last yeah. year. You're not going to be waiting with bated breath. No. Until that no. comes. And, and to me, that's important. And maybe now they're like, well, enough people watch this show. We don't need to coax people back. Yeah. Like, well, but when you start thinking that way, that's when people stop watching. Yeah. You know, I so. fucking do, though. Like, just that was awesome. Like, that that was the first real scene where you got to see what Morgan could do in that opening. Oh, and he's Jesus. just sitting there mixing up his oatmeal or whatever. <laughs> and the dude's like, looks good. And he just keeps mixing his oatmeal. And he's talking to the dude. And the dude's like, this is nice. I don't get to talk much. Meanwhile, Morgan doesn't say much, but you can tell in his head, he's like, this is no threat whatsoever. I'm just going to go ahead and eat my oatmeal. He goes to take a bite. And he's like, don't do that. Why? Because I want it. I want everything you have. Um, I'm not going to allow that. He's like, I can't let that happen. He's like, you don't really have a choice. He's like, fine, you can have all my stuff. This doesn't need to get messy. Just let me, here's my stuff. I'm going to go. No, no, I'm going to take you too. But you're not exactly going to be live. And he's like, well, that's a problem. Yeah. And then that other dude tries to spring him from behind, and he just lays them both well, the fuck out. But I mean, here's the other problem. How many times do you pull that trigger before you're, it's obvious to you, oh, he was bluffing with the gun? Yeah. To me, maybe twice. Yeah. Tops. Like, I'm not going to click, click, click. And I, I understand it's a dramatic device. You yeah. use no tension. Sure. But it wasn't tense to me. No. Because it's like, okay, if he's going to pull the trigger that many times, something else is going to Well, and it's also happen. like they're not going to, again – a character like Morgan, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for him to show up. They're not going to dispatch him that easily the first time we get to see him in a scene. That would be a pretty badass thing to do, though. If you honestly, if you think about it, <clears throat> like to really fuck people, like mm-hmm. to, you know, to show, hey, we're not afraid to do shit you're not expecting. Except they don't seem willing to do that to no. certain levels because that's how I knew Daryl wasn't going to die oh. when he was trapped in the car. And it's how I knew Glenn wasn't, even though they really wanted us to think Glenn was fucked. You know how I know Daryl's not going to die? Because the internet? Yeah. Yeah. There's no fucking way they're going to let that they're, happen. They, I don't think, yeah, they're not willing to take that risk. Right. Because that'd be too much. Yeah. I, I don't know that there's anybody else on the show that anyone cares about that fervently. Yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot of Rick fans. Like, whenever you read any of the, the, yeah. the comments and shit from Walker Stalkers, they're always like, please bring Andy Lincoln, please. But I think it's more that they like the guy yeah. than the character. Yeah. Because um, he seems pretty likable. Yeah. I, I would agree uh, with that. But, but you yeah. ain't coming back from that. No. Daryl, you no. ain't. He, and, no. Well, and you knew they weren't going to kill Glenn because he deserves more than that. Like the yeah. way he was led into that situation yeah. and set up to die, that you don't do that to a character like that. You, that is, you wouldn't like, think so, but the, again, that would be a pretty cool choice. It would because like, it would make people so. It would, and if it despond. were a Joss Whedon joint, that's what yeah. would be happening because right. he does things like right. that. But on a show like this with these guys, they're not going to take those risks. Well, and I knew Andrew wasn't going to die because I'm like, if they ever decide to turn Daryl gay, they're not going to set him up. With Eric, because Eric's way too flaming for a guy yeah. like Daryl. And Jenny's like, they're not going to turn Daryl gay. I'm like, hey, man, they've been talking about that shit for a long time. Yeah. And Rita said, bring it on. I'll do it. And he's like, I don't care. I don't give a shit if Daryl's gay or not. Yeah. Um, and and you know, how, how did he say it? He's like, if 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 they made Daryl gay, I would play the shit out of that role. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I bet you would. Well, You're I mean, an amazing he, actor. He already put eel in his mouth once for that show. What's it matter if he has eel in his mouth? When, in the scene when him and Beth are eating snake. Oh, yeah. He was actually eating – they were eating eel. Oh, that's better. I think I'd rather eat snake. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so weird, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, – Oh, yeah, God. I, I totally would rather eat snake. 
Snake at least looks like chicken. They can, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's, so, oh, so this tastes like fish, and, and it's a, like a snake. Great, uh, lose, lose. Yeah, lose, <laughs> lose. And it's got bones in it. No. Oh, no. Um, why is it getting stiffer? I don't know. Oh, what? 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 I, I also thought it was pretty cool though when Eric and Daryl are trapped in the car, and Daryl's like, "I'm gonna make a run for it. I'm gonna lead him off, and then you go for the fence." And Eric's like, "No." Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. But we're going to do this. We're just both going to do it. Do you catch that one throwaway scene where they're sitting there looking at the pictures from Alexandria? Yeah. The wolves? Because mm-hmm, uh, they found the backpack? Yeah, Jenny missed that. I was like, oh, shit, that's Andrew's backpack. Yeah, I talked about that yeah. with somebody at work today, and they totally missed it, too. They thought they... Wait, they... is he... Is that Eric or is that Andrew? Eric. So it's, Okay, yeah. So they're not yeah. going to kill Eric. No. Because his boyfriend's name is Andrew, right? What's or his boyfriend's name? Something like that, yeah. yeah so they're not going to kill Eric. Or no, his name's Aaron. Aaron. Aaron, and so... then his boyfriend's name is... I don't, I don't remember, but they're not going to kill Aaron because because they're not going. There's no way they'd set Daryl uh, up with the fence. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So, but and yeah, the person at work didn't catch that either. They just yeah. were like, "Oh, they've been doing like surveillance on them." Is where they got those photos. I go, "No, those were Aaron's photos from the backpack that he uses to convince well, people that he's telling the truth about this sanctuary they have. He dropped it when they were getting flooded with zombies." And if the one. If the one picture of the walls hadn't been in there, I would have been like, oh, maybe that came from somewhere else. But yeah, because that picture the picture of, the of Rick and and Coral was in there. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna call him Carl. Yeah, it's Coral. 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 I enjoy all those Rick uh, dad joke memes that yeah. they post. Like <laughs> those, are those are fucking awesome. Those are fun. But yeah, and I know. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, fuck, that's right. He did drop that backpack. Yeah. God damn it! Now they know there's get... a place that they need to find. Well, and I was. I... Like, I was more brokenhearted than I should have been over the license plate because he's, yeah. because he's like, I never thought I'd ever find one of these. It's fucking Alaska. Alaska. And then he uses it to cleave a zombie's head and leaves it laying there. Yeah. I'm like, no, come on, man. The only thing better would be if it was Hawaii. Yeah. Because them you ain't going to find. No. Because you can drive from Alaska. Yeah. Regardless of an argument that I once heard of where <laughs> oh, Jesus. someone claimed, you like said it. incredulously, you can't drive to Alaska. Okay. All right. Well, but maybe uh, if you're blind and don't have a car, you can't. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, you know, what else? Oh, Father Gabriel. Uh, what a weird bitch. Yeah, and just what an unlikable. Him and Sasha, just unlikable characters. And I, I see that they obviously have tried to redeem them at the very end there. Um, I just, the chick who plays Sasha, mm-hmm. um, she's beautiful. She's a terrible fucking actress. Yeah. She over-emotes everything she's like, easily the character i care the least about right now yeah well like, her and gabriel I, well, I guess they're pretty even but, but i mean like everything she does is this huge facial expression yeah. like i'm angry see you can tell because of my facial expression she doesn't know how to, know how to soft sell anything <laughs> no. at all it's just it's so like it's almost cartoonish i thought they were gonna kill her i'm not gonna lie. i did too I, well you know the the scene when gabriel comes upon the walker i thought it was sasha eating somebody because she's just so crazy right well, now. Well, she was laying in a pile of walkers. I know to take a nap. Yeah, because that's she's weird. weird. That's weird. You know, and it's it's getting so far away from the books because she's the mad sniper. How but, many? How and, many? You know, how many wolves do you think there are, and why did we only see two of them in that whole that, episode? The that, same two over and over again. That's actually a good question. That I don't know. Um, because if it is just two of them, that's not really dangerous. It's not. Well, it's not dangerous, but it's impressive that they've amassed such a collection right. with it being just two of them. But, but I guess zombies are dumb. Well, and you know, you have to figure too that as they're coming upon live people, what's what seems less dangerous to you, a person on his own, mm-hmm. or um, a group of people? Now, to me, at this point, 
in the apocalypse, a person on his own is scarier than a group yeah, of people. Because yeah, because yeah, yeah. how has he continued to survive on his own? Obviously, he's taking from people. Obviously, he's doing bad things because you need a group to survive. Mm-hmm. You need help because you worry bad about shit happens. Solo yeah, yeah. Like, what's his deal? Why is he solo? Is he part of a larger group and they've sent him out? Like, what, what, what is all this about? Why has he not found people he can yeah. trust? What you know, like I, that, a single person would make me more uneasy. But uh, a group, you know, like Rick's even said, you know, when they came to Alexandria and the first thing he heard was children playing behind the behind the fence. Uh, obviously, that made him relax a little yeah. bit. You know, there's certain things about groups, and you know, I think that's in the book. They say something about that. Well, you know, we saw you had children. You know, obviously, you have to be good people yeah. to have children because they they slow you down, they they make you weak, they they you know, yeah, babies cry. But in the book, there's no baby because she gets shot in the face in the prison. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what a fucking weird choice that was in the uh-huh. book too. Like, hey, we're gonna mow down this baby and <laughs> gunfire. Do you suppose Hardwick would have been in favor of that if they'd done that on the show? Like, what an amazing idea to kill a baby on TV. Yeah, I don't. It's a hundred percent the right choice. I know what you're thinking. Generally, Misinformation Podcast isn't one of those shows that breaks in the middle for a commercial. But in this case, it's kind of important, and it's something we believe in. It's only like a minute, minute and a half long, so uh, just kind of suck it up and listen to what we have to say. I'm Zach from Misinformation Podcast. The internet is a weird place. In 2007, I joined a message board owned by Kevin Smith, director of Independent Film Clerks, and such notable films as Mallrats Chasing Amy and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, Clerks was Smith's first film, shot with funds charged to his personal credit card. The website was called Quick Stop Entertainment. While there, I met a ragtag group of folks of similar interests from various backgrounds and parts of the world. A few of us started podcasts, some successful, some not as successful. Two of these guys, an Irishman from Dublin, Aaron Fever, and a Portlander from Portland, J.J. Hawkins, are able to credit over 500 podcast episodes between them. Thousands of listeners all over the world, and neither have been able to grab the internet brass ring. Their documentary, Standing Out in the Crowd, will examine the formula for internet success by interviewing folks who have been madly successful on the interwebs. Please go to their Kickstarter page and check out more details on their project. It's an exciting opportunity for independent podcasters to gain some real insight on what they could be doing better and what they're already doing that they should continue to do. Give if you can, and share if you believe in what they're doing. Just go to www.kickstarter.com and search projects for standing out in the crowd. I don't know what the guy's... Uh, that guy's just so hard to read anymore. Like mm-hmm. He used to be... One of us, one of us, and now I just feel like he's a Big Bang Theory. Well, and he fucking dude, he loves to tweet expensive shit that he's bought for his house. Oh yeah, fuck, dude, we yeah. get it, okay? Yeah, we get he, it. He and listening, I still like listening to Nerdist because he gets some really good guests. He's not a great interviewer. Yeah, um, he's really not. He talks too much. Mm-hmm. Um, he tries to uh, identify with them too much. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, I know that person too, and this is how I know them, and you know, oh, I live here, and all that shit. Um. His his other new thing that I've noticed on Twitter is he likes to work in his girlfriend's name. Because like, in isn't, tweets. isn't she part of some like big famous family? So, yeah, like the Hearst yeah. family or something. Yeah, yeah, it's obnoxious. Yeah, like they have a castle, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, I was watching Justified last the last week's episode, and the guy <laughs> that plays that played Gareth from Terminus, oh, right? Yeah, it was on the show for an episode, and he plays like a fucking pussy hipster coffee shop worker guy and it was just so weird to see him in that setting 
I'm like, but, you eat people. But and it now, somehow fits. It is. It, <laughs> it was. And he, he gets kind of, there's a guy that goes in there that's no good. And he just sizes him up right away. And he's like, he's like, just giving the guy shit. And the guy doesn't take him seriously because he thinks this is a coffee shop. There's no bad people in a coffee shop. And he's like, I was in here yesterday. He's like, I remember. He's like, yeah, I had an entire conversation with that other gentleman about your hat. Where'd you get a hat like that? That's, what, he tells him that's where, what Gareth's saying? No, that's what he's saying to Gareth. Oh, about okay. his, and Gareth tells him where he gets it. He goes, yeah, I guess there would be a lot of hipsters there. How much you pay for it? 80 bucks. Guy just throws 100 down on the counter and goes, you owe me 20. He's like, it's not for sale. Like, this dude's a bad dude. Yeah. And he slowly figures out. Oh, the guy who's trying to buy the hat mm-hmm. is a bad dude? From Gareth. And he really character. wants it? What kind of hat is it? It's, it's, well, that's the thing. This weird dude, he's a gun-toting fucking. He's clearly somebody's hitman. Right. But he is kind of enamored with uh, Timothy Oliphant's character, the main character, right. and he has a hat. Right. So now this like guy's got to yeah, so now this guy's got to get him a hat. So is Garrus hat also a cowboy no, hat? No, but it's a hat. So what kind of hat? Like a hipster weird fucking like, you know, derby hat, like, like a little a... like a little fucking I don't know hats, man. It's not a cowboy hat, but it's a hat with like a rim. <laughs> Just a little fucking douchey hipster hat. Come on, picture this shit. You can picture it. Who who would wear it? Like I, like uh, I, I, like Jesse James from the the motorcycle show? Yeah, maybe like that. Okay, maybe okay, like okay. that. Right. So and anyway, this guy's like you're, gonna... You're getting all judgy on me, like I'm asking because I'm asking about a fucking. What the hat. fuck do I know about hats? Have what? you ever seen like, like I don't wear hats? Is it like I a baseball no cap? Is it a no, beanie? I, is no, it a cowboy I said, hat? I went you know? like this. Oh, so it's a like... halo. Yeah, sure. Oh, you can't buy shit from angels. Yeah, no, not... but it was just interesting to watch him just get totally pussified by this other guy. And I'm like, you used to eat people, man. And yeah. Now you're getting owned in a coffee it's shop, and you just disease. you just sold this dude your hat because you're afraid he's going to shoot you in the face. Did he do that? Did he set the gun down on the table? Like, no, he didn't even have to. He just, he just, he threw the money down and was like, "I believe you owe me twenty dollars." So it wasn't hats, even, hats yeah. not for. Well, you got, you picked up eventually yeah. that this dude was not right. He's <laughs> like, "I don't know if I want to continue down this road." Yeah. Like, just take the hat. Uh huh. That's basically what he did. I don't owe you nothing. Yeah. And so he, he just puts, t- he took the hat from him. Well, he puts the hat on. Yeah. And he's like, "What do you think?" There's a girl sitting there the whole time that he's creeped out. Also, right. Like he, and she doesn't say anything. He goes, yeah, that's what I thought. And he takes the hat back off and throws it at the dude. Really? Yeah. So the dude got to keep his hat. Yeah, but huh. I don't think he's going to keep his life. I don't know if more <laughs> happens later, but in that episode, it was very like, man. He got to keep his hat, but he ain't going to want to keep his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, soiled. But anyway, just I was like, hey, there's that guy from The Walking huh. Dead that eats people, and he's a pussy on the show. Excellent. Yeah. Well, apparently he's a good actor. He can do, yeah. all, he can do yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, have you been following these stories about uh, the illegal ivory hunting? Yeah, and, okay. a little bit. Um, so I've been wa- I've been seeing on the internet uh, they've been doing these they they you know they they find all this poached ivory. Yep. Um, so they burn it because that undoes the yeah. poaching. That Doesn't happens. that seem weird to you? Doesn't that seem like a, a wasted resource? Yeah. Like the the animals are already dead, right? So mm-hmm. why not take all these the, all this ivory that you 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 steal or not steal that's been stolen that you've from the recovered that you recovered yeah. and 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 make some jewelry and shit out of it advertise that it's reclaimed ivory uh taken from poachers and sell it in order to finance battling the poaching with the hope that eventually someday you won't have any reclaimed ivory to sell yeah like, to me you already have it the damage has already been done why not put that ivory into the market because you know first of all all these fucking celebrities, right, are going to pay top dollar for this reclaimed ivory in order to help support the effort. Um, because the poachers, there's it's a no-win situation for them. It's not like they're going to go out, poach the ivory, and yeah. then give it away because there's no money for them. You know, I suppose you can make the argument that, well, then the, the these game preserves would buy the ivory 
and then to in turn sell the ivory. But if that's the case, they're part of the fucking problem anyway. Right. Um. So I just I question. <clears throat> it's not like it's it's not like it's weed, right? That they they go out and uh, weed or cocaine or heroin or something that they go out and uh, recover from a drug dealer and then turn around and sell it. <laughs> You know, because it's still bad for you, but the damage has already so, been done. So trafficking humans is illegal, right? It's illegal. Oh, illegal. Yeah. Yes. No, it's yeah. illegal, right? You, you totally swallowed so, the hill. So should I, uh, so should we just kill all of the people that we find that have been trafficked? Like, <laughs> right. oh, you shouldn't have this. Yeah. yeah it's, Burn them. This is ours now. Set them on fire. <laughs> it's, it's just so strange. We can't let you profit from this. Yeah, it's just so strange to me because it, like you have all this ivory. You could, you could, uh, bring in some artisans that do scrimshaw and Maybe have them some do beauty some real, could still come out of yeah, the some carving and then turn around and sell it for a mint dude and you in that but that that money so you have these artists donate their time right yeah and then you have that money that's used for the purchase of the artwork yeah, use it for fucking rhino defense yes man. like it's, to me it just seems like it's such a waste to burn up all this ivory i mean tons of ivory that they're reclaiming i mean the one pile i saw was like to the ceiling of this room jesus of ivory that's just the ivory. That's not even the carcasses of the animals, you know? Um, wouldn't you, if it was a fresh kill, wouldn't you, I would also argue you should go ahead and butcher the animal and give it to starving people if if, you, if the kill is fresh. Yeah. You know, if it's not, if it's, you know, you find it after it's been out there for two days, <laughs> obviously you don't Maybe want to avoid do that. that. Right. But I'm just saying that why not, it, to me it seems ultimately wasteful. That, to let no good come right, out of any of it. Right. right. I mean, it's the, the damage has already been done. That animal's not coming back to life. Um, burning it is not doing anything to uh, push education or help the cause at all. So mm. why not use it? I mean, use the skin to make clothes for people who aren't don't have clothes. Fuck, rhinoceros hide, right? Yeah. You're telling me that they couldn't fucking make some clothes out of that shit that f- famous rich people would buy the shit out of? Oh, and be like, And then when people are like, PETA's all, you're wearing rhinoceros hide. You show them the little fucking card that's like, yeah, asshole, this is reclaimed rhinoceros hide. It was found dead because of poachers. The money that I spent to purchase this went directly back into the relief effort. Now throw some red paint on me, you cunt. (laughs) They would anyway. (laughs) They still would. Well, then I'd butcher them and And make a a coat out of their face. Yeah, it's it's so stupid. Carve ornate things out of their teeth. Oh, it'd be awesome. (sighs) Yeah, little, little tiny scrimshaw houses. Horrible. Uh, my teeth it. feel funny right now. <laughs> mm. God damn it. Did you see uh, X-Files coming back? Yeah, for uh, like a 13-episode run or mm-hmm. something. Perfect number, if you think yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, I have every episode of the X-Files. Yeah. I've never watched an entire episode of the X-Files. You haven't watched a single no. whole episode? No, nope, really? never oh, once. Wow. Yeah. I keep thinking I'm going to – I've got some stuff I want to watch. I finished season one and two of Arrow. Um, I'm on the last disc of Veronica Mars season three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got Orange is the New Black and then I think some American Horror Story to watch. Mm-hmm. And once I'm done with all that, I'm thinking about cracking it in the yeah. X-Files. I have it in my Netflix queue and I always think I'll go back and I, – because I never finished it. Right. But I, I tell you, um, you know what made me really want to watch it is I heard an interview with Robert Patrick yeah. on Nerdist. That motherfucker is cool. Yeah. And, and, it w- and hopefully it won't fucking go to his head. But the entire time I was listening to the interview – I kept having to convince myself I wasn't listening to 24's Mark. Yeah. There are a lot of similarities in the way they talk, their opinions on things, the way they handle the craft. Like, it was very, it was, there were some moments where it was a little spooky. That's cool. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, it's just like fuck. I hope this is what Ford did. He also get a free Xbox One. Is that I'm sure he got more than one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Well, and uh, that so that Heroes show that's coming up. Yeah. And uh, Masioka has uh, is coming back. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, confirmed. That's, that's so awesome. Yeah. Nissan, N- N- Nissan Versa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I know. When, when does it air? I don't know. I'm really looking forward to it, though, yeah. and I hope it sticks around. Yeah, me too. I hope oh. it's not a one-off. Yeah. Just it, 13 and done. You know, one of the biggest problems with that show, though, is that it was so expensive to produce. Yeah. Um, that's why season two kind of took a dip, special effects Nowadays, it shouldn't be like – I mean – there are shows that have lots of effects and like right. heroic, like Shield. There's shit going on on that show all yeah. the time. So, well, I mean, yeah, but they got ABC money. Well, that's true. You know, but they, come on, they, people want to see this. They bought something for a billion dollars and lost no money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, but, uh, but you know, look at Fringe and and yeah. uh, you know other stuff. They're doing pretty well. Yeah, they could do it. I, I think they could. I hope it lasts because that. Mm. It's just, it just, I get goosebumps when I think about that show. Yeah. It, to me, it had one of the most iconic openings and best music and score. Oh fuck, man! I miss that show. Yep, I'm really looking forward to it. X Files, I, I just don't know. I don't have. A, well, I'll be curious to see where they go with it. it well, it's just, it's just going to be weird watching um, uh, Mulder and Scully with like iPhones. Yeah, and, you know, all this and, shit like, they can do now that you just couldn't oh, do back fuck, then, dude. I, it's, it's, I bet it's only 13 uh, episodes because that's all the longer it takes them to prove every alien race exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they can now. They caught everything on video on their iPhones yeah. while they were out in the field. And it's just, it's just got fucking, that one. Uh, gotcha. it's, just, it's just Mulder talking to the Mars rover. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, what's going on up there? Hey, now what's oh, going on out there? Yeah, apparently somebody got burgled or something. Hmm. There's a, uh, yeah, it's... And then I also read that they somewhat, I don't remember what network was toying around with bringing Star Trek. Uh, well, it's it's not... So, the article that I read wasn't so much that they're, they're talking... Well, CBS is looking to bring it back, apparently. Okay. But uh, it's coming up the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. of Star Trek. So they, they're... A lot of people are predicting that something is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Nothing has really... Been announced. Yeah. Or... And I still take... A, issue with at the end of the article like well as long as they're not rebooting enterprise i liked that show i liked that show i thought it was a great fucking concept the only problem i had with the show enterprise was they tried too hard to get elements from the other shows into it Mm -hmm. like there was a borg episode well they didn't even encounter the borg until first contact you know right you know so they were trying a little too hard to introduce aliens that we didn't really need to see sure but but, you know, uh, it was a cool like, concept. Yeah. You know, I've been watching lately uh, when I run on the treadmill is uh, I've been watching Chuck again. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. God, I love that show. It was a good show, man. It really man. was. That would be a neat one to have like a TV movie or something. Remember well, when they used to do that in the 80s? Yeah. A show would go off the air and then like five years later they'd have a, just a TV movie, whether yeah. it be a reunion or just something else. Well, and you know? they talked about it when all this Kickstarter stuff started getting big. Yeah. Um. But I'm catching references that I missed the first time around. Really? Like, there's like the, an episode in season two. Like, it's a Christmas episode when that guy crashes into the Buy More and he's holding it, everybody hostage. And Rooker's in that episode. And Rooker plays a fulcrum agent. And it turns out this guy that crashed into the Buy More is also a fulcrum agent. But his name, it was Nathaniel Ryerson. And then they call him Ned, Ned Ryerson. And I'm like, oh, Groundhog Day. Needle nose, Ned, Ned the head. Whoop, that's a doozy. Like, I never, oh. I was like, oh, another name reference. And I'm catching lots of little stuff like that that just glossed right past me the right. first time. Huh. Um, and I'm like, dude, I love that I can watch a show this many years later. And I'm like, they're still surprising me with little things. Right. That's awesome. Speaking of Rooker, uh, so it's been officially announced Mallrats 2. Yeah. How do you feel about that? 
I don't know. Um, it, it's weird considering the way Mallrats ended with well, basically a, hey, these are all the things that people are going on to do. Well, it's also weird to me because malls are becoming less and less of a right. thing also. Yeah. So is that what it's going to be about in part? Like, oh, our mall is being threatened. Like, what's it going to be? Well, what are they doing? Can, how can people identify with that culture? Yeah. Because they, first of all, when the movie first came out, nobody identified with that culture. Yeah. That was a problem with the movie. One of the problems with the movie, nobody got it, you yeah. know? Um, but is it going to have that same... I mean, it's going to be almost 100% nostalgia. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, I just, I don't know. Obviously, he's getting people to sign yeah, on. Yeah, everybody's jumping um, back in. I don't know. He announced Jason Lee. Yeah. Is he going to get Aflac? I don't know. Or is he just too big know. now? Is it just not happen? I don't know. That's that's a good question, actually. Well, yeah, and what's that going to be? A cameo from prison for Aflac since his character got busted? You know right. what I mean? I don't know. And he got Ethan Supley back, so yeah. maybe he'll see the well, goddamn he, sailboat. He got half of him. Yeah, he got he half, got of, half him. of him. That's back. right. That's true. That's, that's true. Maybe now he can see the sailboat. Because <laughs> his fat eyelids aren't Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's just crazy to think, too. Okay, so he's got Ethan Supley, and he's got Jason Lee, yeah. who were co-stars on uh-huh. My, uh, Name's My Name's Earl. Which Jason Lee loved that show. I know. I, well, I just, how can you not? That show was fantastic. Well, I just heard it was so fun. I just heard an interview again on Nerdist with uh, Jason Lee and uh, Sam Trammell. Yeah, and uh, apparently they're doing some Amazon show together. Okay, like they put the pilot up without any editing or polishing. Really? Yeah, to see if it goes. I think it's called uh, like cocked. Or something like hmm. that. Yeah, I don't know what it's about. Apparently, Jason Lee's naked in it a lot, having Ooh, sex. So okay, I don't know what, cool. what it's about for sure. But um, cocked indeed. <laughs> but really likable guy yeah. in an interview, Jason oh, Lee. Can he's, imagine. He's he's pretty cool. But he talked about uh, you know, he was making my name is Earl, and then he wasn't. Like it just got canceled. There was no warning. There was no. That's got to be pretty heartbreaking. Well, especially on a show that had a very clear goal. Yeah. You know, so you didn't get to see him finish his list. Yeah. So uh, of course, Hardwick brings up. All right, let's do it. Let's kickstart it. Let's. Let's do a movie, Earl movie. Yeah, you know my 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 name is Earl movie or whatever yeah. hashtag. I can't remember what the hashtag was, but I'm like yeah, I'd watch that. I would too. I mean, you'd have to be like a straight to Netflix thing or something. I wouldn't oh, go of to course. Movie theater and watch it. And well, I still actually have season four. I don't even think I've opened it yet. It's laying. Well, that's somewhere. the very easy thing to do nowadays. Like the whole Netflix yeah. movie thing has become such a. Have you watched the Veronica Mars movie yet? No, I still haven't. Yeah, me neither. Um, and. Yeah, it just seems like Netflix is bringing all kinds of original content. Shows, movies yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I, it is neat. I Again, though, they got to work something out. Netflix needs to come up with their own internet service provider. Yep. And they just have to be part of their pricing. It would be great. Like, hey, for an extra, you know, here's your internet pricing of twenty five ninety nine For an additional uh, 10 bucks a month, you get access to our movies. Yeah. You know, that to me would be something awesome. Something like that. They could cripple the fucking... Cable providers. Oh, if they did that, they would. Yeah, they certainly could dominate. Because that's really, I mean, that's all that's holding me back right now is yeah. the bandwidth. Because I could easily find something for a little kid to watch. She just watched fucking Minions over and over and over. She don't care. Yeah, you know. It's, but she actively watches TV now, and it's funny to watch. Really? Yeah, like she knows how to turn the TV on. She knows how to turn the surround sound on. But she doesn't know how Not to change channels over, yeah. or how to how to do anything else. So she'll turn it on and it'll be stuck on something. She doesn't care. She'll sit there and watch it. That's funny. Yeah, it's it's fucking hilarious. Uh, she's finally fucking walking, dude. I know that's You're awesome. And a half old. Jesus fucking Christ, man! I was starting to worry about her. <laughs> I thought we were getting close to special classes or something. Like she was just wanting no part of it. And now it's like she went from not walking at all to I was sitting in the living room the other day and she was sitting on the floor doing something and all of a sudden she pops up, starts wandering around the room and I'm like. What the fuck? Two days ago, you wanted no part of this, and, and now, now you're, you're just, just here bopping yep, around, yep, just standing up from the middle of the floor and 
walking around. Now you're going to have that weird thing where like you leave her and she's in the room and you go to the kitchen for a second. You come back and she's not in the room. You're oh, like, where she, the fuck did she go? She does that already because she crawls so yeah, fucking that's... fast, dude. Like lightning. Like that, she is a fast little crawler. I mean, like, because oh, she worked on it oh, a little longer yeah. than she needed to. Yeah, no shit. I'm actually kind of <laughs> glad that she didn't start walking when she was one because she would be a goddamn sprinter right now. Because she's still got those push toys yeah. that she walks around behind because she likes them. And uh, the the youngest boy was chasing her around the house today. It was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life because she only had one sock on and we have pergo floors. So she couldn't get fucking traction on her like her left foot. So and so her, her right foot would catch traction and the other one would spin out like fucking Scooby-Doo. God, so she's like gimp running? Yeah, it was, nice. it was pretty funny. So yeah, it's but it's, again, an adjustment, man. Like, oh, sure. Oh, like everything's changing again. You know, like all of a sudden she'll just be standing there grabbing onto you. And it used to be a prot, you know, She'd have to crawl over, then stand up, yeah. and you'd have some time to finish with your... No, fuck no. Hmm. It's, she's in the middle of everything in the kitchen now. Yeah. Think uh, a little bit of downer news. Think I gotta have, a, have the cat put down. Yeah. Yeah, he took a shit on the floor in the middle of dinner tonight. He just refuses to come down and use his litter box. To my knowledge, he's not pissing anywhere. He's just shitting, but... That's and that's far from the only issue he's having. Right, right. So people aren't like, yeah. "Well, your cat shit on the floor once," no. and you're like, "Boom!" Yeah, and it's not once. I mean, it's been every day for the last week and twice one day. And it's just, <clears> it's like he just can't be bothered to come downstairs to take a shit. Um, I find it hard to believe he's not pissed anywhere, but I don't smell piss anywhere. I haven't and seen you, piss anywhere. You would, yeah, you would. Fuck. And and, and the that's thing, too bad. Yeah, and his food's down here, and his water's down here. He's been eating the dog's food and drinking the dog's water. That's he weird. won't come downstairs to. And he can. I mean, I've seen him do it. He vaults over that fucking... And that's the tough part for me, man. Is like He can still be spry yeah, when like he... He doesn't look like he's in pain. I mean, he's got a great big open sore on his back right now where he caught one of his uh, tumors. Uh, but it's just like, I, I I can't live like this anymore. You yeah. know? I mean, it, and, and the shitting has been going on for a while, but now it's daily. So it's just like... You know, she's, I got a kid walking around. I can't have her picking up cat shit, putting no, it in her mouth, right. you know, and, and it's just, it's too bad. Uh, it's, it's a tough decision to have to make because ultimately you're like, I'm deciding to end something's life because it's becoming convenient. And yeah. that's a tough decision to make, but you have to, like, you have to weigh what, what's important. And, you know, if, if, if your choices are I have to choose between this cat and my kid, obviously I got to pick kid and, and he's, and he's not, it's not like he's a healthy cat. So I can't just be like, you know what? Maybe somebody else would enjoy having him as right. a pet because he doesn't sit on people's laps. He doesn't allow himself to be pet. He doesn't, Anything. you know, cause he's covered in tumors. Right. And, you know I mean? And it's not just like he's got, I'm not exaggerating. No, People I know. Like, yeah, no, he's, yeah. and that's why I pointed yeah. out when you mentioned just shitting, I was like, that's far from the only issue. Yeah. It's not like your cat dumped once and you're like, fuck this thing yeah. out. Yeah. It's like if it's, you, if you, you cannot pet him. Without touching a tumor, yeah. it's not. It's not just like there's one by his eye and one by his ass. It's his body is riddled with these tumors, but they're not cancerous. Yeah. So it's it's just a really strange thing. The vets can't figure it out. They can't, you know. And, and Jenny keeps questioning his quality of life, and I'm like, well, he's a cat. He lays and sleeps. Well, but no, I agree with her. And like, like something clearly is off if like he won't even go to his bathroom anymore. Right. Like if a person started doing that, you'd be like, what is wrong with right. you? Why? Just wherever you're at, that's where you go to the well, bathroom. Now. And the problem is I just keep, I keep questioning, you know, things like, uh, you know, <clears throat> is it something that can be helped? Is it, you know, is there, there's something that he's just trying to tell us that something needs to be changed, you know, but I, 
like I said to Jenny the other day, it, sure, we can take him to the vet and we can have her run a bunch of tests and try a bunch of things and be another $500 into him for her to maybe just tell us, nah, I don't, I can't figure anything out. Just like she Which did with the tumors. Which is what they've done so far. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the only thing we've gotten under control is the puking. Um, you know, he's, he's taking his pills now. We found the, the right treats, which I guess I'll probably just end up giving them to you yeah. because they, they're good treats. And, um, I bought like fucking two cases of them Jesus. because I, right, I could get them cheaper. Thought, right. Yeah. And I could get them a lot cheaper buying them that way. Um, but you know, he doesn't throw up very often, but that could be cause I would say it's because he's not eating, but the shits he's been taking upstairs are massive. Hmm. So it's not even just like, you know. He's not eating because clearly he is. Right. Now, whether it's his food or the dog's food, I have no fucking idea. Right. But, you know, I can't put his food upstairs because then the dog will eat it. And his food's $30 a bag. Yeah. Fuck you know, so I'm not going to let the fucking dog eat that. You know, it. it's just it's very, very frustrating and very sad to me because because my relationship with him has changed so much in the last five years. You know, it used to be everywhere I was, he was. We'd be down here recording it. He'd be sitting on my lap or he'd be laying down next to me on the floor. Yep. You know, he doesn't come to where I am anymore at all. Uh, last time he, he laid on my lap was about a month and a half ago. Hmm. He hasn't been in any room besides the dining room in the last month. He hasn't been upstairs and slept in our bed in over two years. Jesus. Yeah, and he used to sleep with us every night. Him and the cat, him and the dog, the dog and the cat both lay, would lay down on my feet and that was just when it was time to go to bed, they'd both follow us upstairs. Hmm. And he hasn't been upstairs in the house in over a year. Wow. Um, he hasn't been in our bedroom and slept in over two years since before Jenny was pregnant, I think. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. That's... It, it's just, it's tough, you know? I mean, I which I was telling Jenny, I, was, I said, you know, after this cat and this dog, I don't want to have pets anymore. Right. Because I don't want to have to make that decision. It's not, it's not fair. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to them, you know, to have to be the one to decide, hey, you don't get to be alive anymore. Right. Um, with people, it doesn't work that way. People are alive until they die. Right. Um, you know, you can't do that with that pet though because you don't know whether they're suffering or not right and it, you know and you tell yourself well it's maybe better to just do it now in case they're suffering you know and you have to assume that he can't be comfortable well that's what i mean like you don't you just know? start doing the things that he's doing right if you're fine right yeah it's just tough i mean i've had him ever since i lived in arizona and when i was down there he was all i had yeah you know i didn't have any friends i didn't know anyone anyone when i first moved down there besides my you know my parents and um, my grandparents and it was just having him was awesome because it was, he was my buddy, you know, like we hung out, we get drunk together, we'd <laughs> <laughs> watch TV, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't envy the decision, man. Yeah. It's, it just, it just sucks. And it, because there's no way to know for sure ever that you did the right thing. Sure. And I don't like that feeling. Um, and so it makes me not want to have any more pets because eventually the dog is going to get old. You know, and, and, and I said to Jenny somewhat jokingly, I said, why, why can't he have the common decency to just die? You know, because yeah. I mean, then he, you know, it's obvious that it was his time. He led as much of a life as he could lead. And then still there'd be a little bit of regret there because I'm like, obviously he was sick and we couldn't figure out how to make him not be sick anymore. But you also didn't prematurely. Right. Have he, him yeah. meet his end. But yeah, he just decided, was... Hey, it's, it's time. I'm going to go ahead and lay down and die. You know? Um, but he does. He runs around the house still. He'll jump off, you know, jump up in the air, jump off chairs, act like an asshole. But unfortunately, yeah, now that. whenever he gets off the chair, it's you assume go he's shit. going to shit That's over by the fucking wall. God. And it's just, I, I just can't, hmm. you know. But I guarantee, you, if I go in that laundry room right now and shake his food box, his food bag, he'll come running downstairs. I don't understand it. Hmm. 
you know, and there's shit in his litter box right now. I can guarantee it. But it's not. It's not like it's over full, and he's disgusted by it. Or it, it's. We've never been like that. It's never been like that here. Hmm. You know, because we don't scoop it. We just once a week empty the whole fucking thing. You know, and he, yeah. he's the only cat, so right. it's not like it gets disgusting. Right. It, you know, and we use that crystal litter, so it dehydrates everything immediately. Um, I don't know. Obviously, something caused these tumors, um, but nobody can seem to figure out what. That also bothers me. Yeah, like, nobody I, knows what that's yeah, all about. I've gone to, I've taken him to multiple vets now. Um, the first vet told me they're sebaceous cysts, which obviously is incorrect. Um, the second vet was just like, well, we can remove some of them. So. And they removed him, and he didn't do well with the anesthesia. That I found out from the third vet that this particular vet that I took him to doesn't do anesthesia properly, and it's well known. Um, so, you know, and obviously if we have him put down now, it'll be before vacation, and um, it's not something we'll have to worry about while we're gone. Right. And, you know, if God forbid while he's being boarded something were to happen, and they call and tell us while we're on vacation, that would kind of suck. That would you know? that would be rough. Um, just because I don't want him to be alone. Yeah. You know, or to or to think we abandoned him or you know, he dies in a cage. It just all of it bothers me, man. It seems like a real fucking downer thing well, to talk about. I mean, but, but I guess at least you, you people would know you're not taking the decision lightly. It's not like you just decided he's inconvenient now and he goes. Right. Right. That's sadly what I want to do with my cats. <laughs> well, you know, in the last week, too, I've been trying to find a reason not to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if he doesn't shit today, if he doesn't shit on the floor today, maybe it was just he was having a bad couple days. Yeah, but you that know. hasn't happened. No, you haven't like, had that day. No, and Jenny, like tonight at supper, mm-hmm. he keeps sitting on the chair that Jenny has to sit in to feed Ellie at supper time. Um, and, like, today he was doing it when I fed her breakfast and lunch. And I'd, so I'd have to shoo him over down the chair next to it. Well, when Jenny moved him today, he hopped down. And then whenever he comes walking out and is like kicking his feet or shaking you know, his just, head, yeah. I'm like, I think he just shit. And so I, sure enough, I look over right in the middle of supper. I look over on the other side of the dining room table and he shit on the floor. I'm just like, you know, and Jenny's, you know, Jenny's like, well, you know, it'd be different if he was a dog because you could just throw him outside yeah. and just be like, no, you need to go outside. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. It just makes me like sick to my stomach. It makes me feel terrible because yeah. there's really no. And once you do it, you did yeah, you it. You can't unring yeah. that bell. Yeah, there's no coming back from it. And I almost want to donate his uh, – just, just ask if they need his body donated to see if they can figure out what caused it and if they can help another cat, you know? Yeah. Um, because I, I don't want to bury him in the backyard. I don't want to spend another $300 to have him cremated. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. what am I going to do with that? But I also don't want him thrown on a pile of other cats and incinerated. You know, I mean, yeah. fuck, man, I, 13 years. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> I mean, like, we've been homies for 13 years, and the last two have not been great. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it just, at least two years ago, he was still sitting on my lap, hanging out. I'd play Xbox, and I think part of it is the baby. I well, I'm he, sure, I was going to bring that I, I up, he, actually. I think he hates her. Yeah. And Well, and, and it probably, probably stresses him out. Yeah. Like, just the situation, the environment change yeah, probably maybe. stresses him out. Well, and for the most part, she leaves him alone, though, because she's always fucking with the dog. Right, and, and and but still, I mean, that can just do it. Like, yeah. yeah, some 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 cats or animals in general don't take well to change. Yeah, even minor changes. Like, but he did he did fine moving. From I know, Arizona which is so which is and, weird. And, yeah, yeah, and, and all always, the various times that you've moved. So yeah, even since, and, he, and he was always good with that shit. Like yeah. the only time he was a little weird was when I first moved over around Shear. Yeah, it took him like six months to start coming upstairs. Yeah. But then him and the dog became friends, and yeah. and that's the other thing. He doesn't interact with that dog ever. 
they used to right yeah so, they yeah, used that's... to be like they used to sleep together they used to be pals like i'd come home from work and they'd be sleeping on the couch together like mm. and i don't mean just like both on the couch well, like I mean, intertwined yeah. almost like yeah just a big like pile on top of, of yeah like they're buddies man that's like, too bad and like when i'd bring him home from the vet the dog would go fucking nuts yeah or if i bring the dog home from the vet spike would be right there at the door like where the fuck have you been hmm. like I've, you know i slept by myself last night you know? <laughs> <laughs> but now it's he sleeps on those dining room chairs and he doesn't go anywhere. Like, that's the only place he sits. No good. Ah, it just sucks, man. Like, it makes me sad. I don't I don't know any other way to describe it other than it makes me very, very sad. Which is too bad. Yeah, I was... Because we've spent ten hours talking... Or ten, ten minutes talking about it, and it's a fucking comedy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, something else. Yeah, something I don't else. know. I've, I've always said this show's my therapy, though. No, <laughs> like, yeah. It's, you know, I, I continue to do this because I don't have a psychiatrist. <laughs> you know, and... So you, know, know, you know what's weird? What? I don't know why. I just locked on to something on your movie shelf. Hmm. The movie Signs. Okay. Yeah. I like that movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. One of Shyamalan's few hits. Like, I don't mean a hit, but I mean like he didn't miss. Like, whew. Yeah. Uh, okay. So water kills them. Right. How the fuck do you run through a cornfield and not get wet? I don't know. Is it, is it just that it gets on him it kills him? Because yeah. when, he, when he breaks the glasses, does it like burn him? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. So how are they running through cornfields, not getting just burnt the fuck up by I, all the fucking... I don't know. There's lots of things about that movie that are dumb. It's just... I didn't really like it that much, to be honest I thought it. it was pretty good, but, like, I, I just, for some reason, was thinking about, like... I I preferred Sixth Sense yeah. to any movie that, that he's he done. ever made. Um, the Village, I predicted the ending. Yeah, that uh, was dumb. Um, so, yeah. I didn't uh, finish The Happening. It's the trees. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, it was, that movie was not great. I didn't finish that. Um, uh, Unbreakable what, was his best of all of them. Yeah, and I then thought. what was the other? Didn't he make something else? With Lady in the Water. I never even I, saw no, it. No, I, 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 it was, it was a ridiculous fucking movie. I never saw it, but I saw parts of it, and then Jenny explained the rest of it to me, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding but me? Yeah, Unbreakable was really good. Unbreakable was really well done. And probably more the type of movie he should make. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and I've said it a thousand times, and I know I've said it on here before. It is a superhero movie for grown-ups. Yeah. You know, everything about that movie is, and I, just talking about it right now makes me want to rewatch it again. Yeah. Like, it is fucking phenomenal. There was a rumor going around for a while that they were making a sequel. I had heard that, too. Um obviously it, it was just like a yeah. somebody was fishing but um oh totally and you, are you, you have more no i just was thinking about uh, the cornfield thing and i was like well, you ever run through a cornfield they're not typically dry no they're so never dry. How there's do always you... the condensation yeah. And, yeah and it's just as humid as fuck in yeah, there right well and why come to the planet that's two-thirds of water right did they explain that at all in the movie did the aliens just not know that right. water hurt them until they were like one of them like Hopped out of their fucking ship into some water and just melted, and people right. were like, "Oh, we got to get away from that." Why wouldn't they just be like, "Maybe we should leave." Yeah, let's go to that other place that yeah. has no water. Maybe we should get in our spaceship and spaceship away. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I yeah, I don't, that fucking movie's stupid. Uh, they uh, Mad Magazine released a special uh, movie spoof edition. Oh yeah, uh, the cover was Ghostbusters. Oh, so I had uh, Tony. Uh, picked me up one. It was at CVS. He sent me a picture of it. Had me pick one up, or had him pick one up for me. It was twelve ninety nine. Jesus. I remember when fucking Mad Magazine was like a buck. Yeah, it was not very. <laughs> um, but it's in really good shape. Um, I still haven't read it yet. I read like the first one is a spoof of Bush Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which is weird to me. So I don't know if it's a collection of spoofs they've done in the past. Yeah. Because that is not. A current, current thing that you no. would just want to pick up on, like no, let's do this one. I do not get their reference <laughs> of any. I, I don't know. I probably haven't seen that movie since I was like eight. 
Yeah, maybe it is just a compilation. Uh, well, and most of them are black and white, except for, and this is kind of the tie-in, except for the one for The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Which is done like a comic book. Hmm. And I'm like, it, it, lots of colors, deep, vibrant colors. I'm like, what the fuck? But like a, a current comic book, not like the Zat Pan yeah, I know comic what you're book, about, yeah. but like, like a graphic novel. I'm like, why is this the only one that's done in this color? Yeah. So I'll have to read it and see if it... Hmm. explains itself but one of them's ghostbusters another one is uh oh i think maybe caddyshack they gotta do a bunch of shit cool. yeah so i'm looking forward to reading it i've, I've been reading before bed again i'm reading uh stephen king's duma key hmm. uh and i remember i said that i read mr mercedes and it was one of those books that did not feel like it was written in stephen king's voice mm-hmm. so it was very refreshing because he falls into a lot of traps as a writer he uses a lot of the same turns of phrase and, and i know he tries to explain that away by making all of his books interconnected yeah but uh mr mercedes and duma key both feel like they're written by someone else like duma key's written in the first person oh. you know so it's that's not common i don't think to his stuff so it was very very interesting um that i'm enjoying it but what i found is if i read before bed i sleep so much better really yeah it's it's so much better than watching tv or uh getting on an ipad or something well, yeah they definitely say you should avoid doing that before <clears throat> yeah bed. and i think there's something to it there's and maybe part of it is me because books are very calming to me yeah. and, and i mean books with pages yeah i know like not reading not an ebook no i not reading an ebook that's a compl- i get it makes me anxious reading an ebook <laughs> I don't like it at all. Um, so having an actual book, I hope they never do away with them. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, having a book in my hands, I, I might read maybe 10 or 15 pages a night. And it just, I get so Zap. relaxed. My eyes start to fucking close. And then when I stop, when I have to read the same paragraph over. You're, you know it's I'm time. Like, I'm just going to put this down. I'm going right night night sleep. <laughs> Drift. And then I will not wake up again until my alarm goes off. It'll be magical. And I... I it, it does. It's, it changes my life. Like having a good book to read before bed, man. Oh fuck, everything's better. Sweet. Yeah. So maybe that's what I need tonight. I just need to read my book and then deal with the nastiness tomorrow. Just get it over with. Yeah. Ah. Well, thanks for letting me vent. Thanks for being my therapist. <laughs> this has been episode two hundred fifty-six of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. Driving me crazy, you hostile, you. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Now you hostile, you.
rescue Uncle Tom. We still need him to find the others. Need him? Probably just got him locked up in the factory. How thick do you think I am? Here, Buffy. I'm still trying to decide the best way to send my regards. Why don't you rip her lungs out? Might make an impression. Wax poetry. Doesn't have to. What rhymes with lungs? I know you haven't been in the game for a while, mate, but we still do kill people. Sort of our raison d'etre, you know. If you ask me, I find myself preferring the old Buffy Whip Dangerous. This new improved one is not playing with the full sack. I love a good slaughter as much as the next bloke. But his little pranks will only leave us with one incredibly brassed-off slayer. It's a big rock. I can't wait to tell my friends. They don't have a rock this big. Someone wasn't worthy. Aren't you a throw-himself-to-the-lion sort of sap these days? Well, the lions are on to you, baby. Oh, I'm sorry, lady. I'm a bad, rude man. Well, this is just... Meat. Very funny, mate. We still got men out there. Well, let's go save him by gum. By George, I think he's got it. Oh, who's the puffed up manly man? All splotchy and possessive. I'm trying to remember. It was very traumatic. Oh, someone put a stake in me. A bear! You made a bear! I didn't mean to. Undo it! Undo it! This is the crack team that foils my every plan. I am speechless. I need you to take Spike for a few days. What? 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 I'm not staying with him. Hang on. Let a fella get organized. That's my radio. And you're what? Shocked and disappointed? I'm evil. I say we we'll go out there and kick a little demon ass. What, can't go without your Buffy? Is that it? Two chicken? Let's find her. She's the chosen one, after all. Come on, vampires! Urgh, nasty! Let's annihilate them for justice and for the safety of puppies and Christmas, right? Let's fight that evil! Let's kill something! Oh, come on! This bird after you. In a bad way, yeah. Tell you what I'll do, then. Head out find this girl, tell her exactly where all of you are, and then watch as she kills you. Can any one of your damn little Scooby Club at least try to remember that I hate you all? How did it